The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Merry Christmas! This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. So it seems that 2021 will continue to breeze through us. It was a fast year. What a year it is! And we have a few more weeks before the prophetic conference, the prophetic gathering of the saints in December 31st at 7 p.m. here in San Antonio, Texas at the Hilton Garden Inn at the Rim. Okay? So you need to register for this event. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Events. Again, it's SOGMI.org and click events. Registration per person is $26. And some of you who will not be able to make it and some in the Philippines that they wanted to be a part of, I was reluctant to do it. And in my prayer, the Lord said, go ahead and allow them to join in via live stream, but they have to pay the same amount if they really wanted to be a part of it. So I'm obeying God. You can join us live stream, but it is going to be a private live stream and you have to register and we're going to send you a confirmation or a code. Amen. So the registration is still $26 per person. But, you know, if you're watching it as a family, then it will be the whole family for $26. Again, it's SOGMI.org and click event. And if you are joining us and you'll be traveling from out of town, we blocked rooms at the Hilton Garden Inn for a special prize. You need to let us know or you need to call them and tell them that you are part of the conference. Amen. Again, it's Hilton Garden Inn at the Rim here in San Antonio, Texas. There's a lot of exciting things that are happening. And the Lord gave me the theme for the year 2022. We're going to leap into the supernatural in year 2022. Okay. You don't want to miss this. And no, I am not going to meet anybody for special consultation or personal prophecies. No, it's unfair for those who make the time and pay the money just to be a part and to hear what thus saith the Lord. Amen. And all that $26 will cover is the conference room. We blocked the room so that for those who wanted uh, to do social distancing, they can do that. We're going to allow at the back uh, social distancing. But, uh, but the group will be in the front and we're used with its other's germs. And at the same time, we're not afraid. Okay. But for those who are wanting to practice it, I am not going to complain about that. It is good for everybody. Okay. 
And at the same time, we're going to really disinfect that conference room a few hours before you all come in. Amen? Okay, I have been reminding everybody that the Lord gave us many golden opportunities this year. And we still have few weeks left. So let us be productive. Believe the impossible. God loves to show himself mighty and loving to everyone. You know, religiosity and man-made doctrines and rules and traditions kill faith. Let it aside any religiosity. What are the religiosity, Christina? If it limits God, if it limits God's people, then it is not from him. All things are possible to them that believe, okay? So let us not offer any more excuses. Let us be responsible and believe God for the impossible, okay? And let us bring out even our small size mustard seed faith. And let us start from there. Let us believe God. Our God is an awesome God. And by the way, it's good to have some of you radio listeners joining us in our Sunday services. It was great to see the barons joining us, Anthony, Anita, Rebecca, and Rachel. And they have been listening to us for many years. And Ashley, great to see you. Harry, Luke, Grace, and some of you that I did not get your names. I am so glad and I appreciate you coming and joining us. God bless all of you. You see, I have been in this program for 10 years now. I really don't know how many are following us regularly through the two major stations, KSLR uh, here in San Antonio and The Bridge in Austin. Great ministers, great people, okay? But I do not know how many are following us regularly. But I know you are there. When I needed a prayer, I really can feel your prayers. Thank you very much. I love all of you and thank you. And for those of you that are sowing seed to this ministry so that we can continue to expand this radio broadcast and preaching the gospel, the gospel of good news to many nations, God bless you. We endeavor that your seeds are being applied to pay for the expenses of this radio program. This is not free, you know. The radio stations, they have employees. They have bills to pay, too. So this is not free. And I thank you for really sowing seed. And for those of you who have not yet obeyed the Lord, make it as an offering to our Lord Jesus Christ and obeying the Great Commission by financing the preaching of the gospel, such as this broadcast, such as this ministry. Amen? I love all of you. You know what? I was not planning on celebrating Christmas this year as usual. You know, decorations, lights. And then I changed my mind. We are celebrating Christmas full blast. The Sasos have been decorating, especially my baby girl, Erica, who's already graduated from college 
<laughs> last year, okay, <laughs> pandemic during the during the lockdown. But she will remain and continue my baby until she turns 100 years old. But anyway, when this new COVID variant was named again, that's it. I recognize Satan's ploy to stop the Christians from obeying the Great Commission and limit the Christians in celebrating Christmas, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care whether it has been commercialized, and I don't care if Jesus was not born in December. I really don't care, as long as it is being remembered and celebrated, no matter what and how, as long as it's celebrated. It is good for businesses, especially the retail stores, to celebrate Christmas. It is good for them. So, it is still a good news. Just like God sent forth rain to the righteous as well as the wicked, this is how Christmas should be celebrated. All right? Okay. And I've had it. I am not going to disobey God by stop preaching the gospel of good news and making disciples. So through live streaming, I held two uh, Saturday training for the congregation, especially for the core team here in San Antonio. And about two or three weeks ago, I, I did a live stream, a pastor's training and leadership and business training live stream amongst the pastors and leaders in the Philippines, as well as in other country. I cannot and we should not be limited any longer. The more the wicked grows like weeds, the more we continue to prosper. Amen? Okay. We will continue to shine the light. Okay. We will continue to tell the good news of the gospel with power all over the world. And we will continue to train and mature the body of Christ. I, for one, will double up my effort to do my part, and I encourage you to do the same. God will make a way when there seems to be no way. So we're having our Christmas party Sunday, December 19th, after the morning service. We will going to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we celebrate in remembrance of all the good things that he has done for us, especially this year. Okay. There are so many things to thank God for. I gave instruction to the congregation to do something to celebrate or to Make an offering to our Lord Jesus Christ to ask the Holy Spirit. This is how we're going to celebrate Christmas. And this is how we're going to welcome the new year. So let us finance the preaching of the gospel, my dear brothers and sisters. Let us be aggressive to it. Let us celebrate by praying and thanking the Lord for the turning around of our country towards righteousness. Let us thank him for the salvation of our family. There are so many things to thank him for and express, we need to express our gratitude to him. He's still the same today and tomorrow he'll continue to remain faithful and loving. I shared with you probably last week or two weeks ago about my big brother, right? This is worth sharing because the miracles and the hand of God continues. And 
I hope to inspire you for those who are bedridden, for those who have lost hope, for those of you that are in pain, for those of you that are lonely, okay? I'm going to share the story again to inspire you, for you to take a stand and to believe, and for you to make a determination, okay? To believe God and to take your authority in Christ Jesus. My big brother, Ding, uh, has been sick for two years. Last year, he was diagnosed with uh, cancer, and he's a diabetic. Me and Joshua went there probably the month of October, and I really have this feeling that I need to pray for him. Me and Joshua had that opportunity, but it's a short window of time. He was scheduled to undergo a chemo treatment. I didn't want him to take that treatment because of other pre-existing condition. His wife doesn't want him. My other siblings didn't want him to take that chemo. But he decided he's the one who chose to take it. So once a decision was made, in a few hours, he's going to get that treatment in the first place. Me and Joshua prayed for him. And we got into agreement that God is going to use that chemo treatment to save his life. And it was, he was okay on the first day. Me and Joshua already returned from Arizona and already here in San Antonio. I got a call from one of my sisters, my sister Reggie. They were told that the most, my brother probably had only three days to live, or probably not even. They were advised to um, prepare for the funeral service, in which they did. So the family agreed that I should take the funeral service in the wake, and for me to bring my outfit for that occasion. I flew there, but I was talking to God concerning the whole situation. It is not in accordance to his perfect will. It is not in my perfect will. And it is not the will of God that my brother will die that way. And he was not born again. He's a Catholic, and they know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but not born again. And I, I thank God and I reminded myself that my prayer and my, my declaration in which I, am, I led you many times too, that in the name of Jesus, I will not lose a single member of my family to Satan. And I command Satan to let go of my family. So I arrived and found out that, um, that only one family member is allowed to be with my brother. But Catholics believe in the last rites. You know, when, when, when you're dying, a priest will come and prepare you for your death. So I got there. So they prepared that um, I can go up there and my nephew and his wife are going to, are going to allow me. So as soon as I got in the room, I started prophesying. I used my authority in Christ Jesus. I have it. I know. And I wielded that 
power in that name. The nurse who was with my brother did not know what to do. He, he, he didn't know whether to run, to, to hide, or what. But he started, he, he folded the, his uh, hands and closed his eyes and started agreeing with me. I rebuked the spirit of death and I loosened forth life. I started nullifying the symptoms, what the doctor says, the test results. And I was told by the nurse that my brother might not last that night because an infection already set in in his brain and that's it. There is nothing that they can do. I nullify those words too. My brother was just given drugs and they're not treating him anymore. They're just waiting for him to die. Well, that's all they can do. They stopped feeding him. They don't even give him water. So when the doctor came, I asked again for them to give my brother a um, swab, water to drink. I talked to my brother. They say that they cannot understand me, that uh, he's not there anymore. I addressed him and I said, brother, I'm here. It's Tess. And then he turned around and said, when did you get in? I said, I just landed in, uh, in Phoenix several hours ago and I'm here. And I want you to sleep. I want you to rest. I'm going to stay with you and I'll stay with you. And when you wake up, I'm still here. For the first time, probably in many days, my brother slept. And I prayed the whole time in the spirit while he was sleeping. When he woke up, I told my brother that it is his choice whether he wanted to die or to live and to confer it with Jesus. I talked to him about being born again, about asking for forgiveness and for him to forgive. He told me that he wants to live and I led him to the Lord and he got saved. And I told him before I left that him alone and Jesus will make the determination how he's going to die, when he's going to die. And that's it. Not doctors, not anybody, but it is my brothers and Jesus. He went back to sleep. That was about 9 p.m., the following morning, he was examined by the doctor. He slept throughout the night, and lo and behold, there was no infection in the brain. He was coherent and alert. He answered all the doctor's questions, and he asked to be taken home. He ate that morning, and when they released him to a hospice to prepare the house first, he ate seven popsicles because he was so thirsty and he ate. The doctors refused to send him to rehab because the doctor said that there's nothing to rehabilitate. They're only attempting to make him comfortable. So we arranged for home care hospice because now instead of two or three days to live, they extended it to seven to eight days that my brother will only last practically for another week. And that was about three weeks ago. In the meantime, when my brother immigrated here in the United States, 
when their visa got approved, they waited for about 15 to 16 years, okay? And their eldest son, my nephew, Mark, turned 21 a few days before their interview for visa. Because of that, everybody was granted a visa except my nephew, and he was left in the Philippines because he is of legal age. Talking about a broken immigration, my family knows about all of that. So that was 20 years ago. So when they came here, they filed for a petition for him. So now, because of the condition of my brother, my siblings petitioned their senators in Arizona to intervene to grant my nephew and his family an emergency visa to be with my brother. The first time they applied, upon my instruction, my nephew was told that their next schedule for interview for him and his family will not be until April 2023. That is two years from now. And I said, nope, we are going to ask for a miracle. I want you to prepare to travel, prepare your family to travel. And a senator from Arizona sent a follow-up letter. And they were granted an interview last December 13th. And their visa got approved. They will be here for Christmas. So we're going to have a family together. I look at the situation in which the way you're looking at your situation right now, my dear brothers and sisters, that it is impossible all we need to do is to follow the instruction, do what we're supposed to do, and then leave everything to our Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture is very clear. It says, even if you have a faith like that or the size of a mustard seed, you can tell this mountain, go and be thou removed, and it will be done for you. You don't have to do it. It will be done for you. So we did our best, we did what we're supposed to be doing in the natural, and God intervened. So we're going to have a Christmas family. And again, I'm going to remind my, my big brother, you're going to determine how long you're going to be on this earth. I am going to honor that commitment, because you know why? He's born again. I know where he's going. I know my family. I know where they're going. This is the one thing that you need to understand. Don't justify the sins of your loved ones. Don't make excuses for them. That stand your ground and take out your seed of faith. Don't be concerned or don't be afraid for them. Fear is not from God. And believe the impossible. We are in a season right now that many miracles are happening all over, all across this nation amongst those in the body of Christ. This is just one of the miracles that I'm thanking God for. There are many, many more. And I want you to be inspired by this story. I didn't fast and pray. I just know and I'm aware that all power in both heaven and on earth have been given to our Lord Jesus Christ. And in that name, he gave it to us all the power and authority in that name. It's time for you to take a stand. 
It's time for you to make a determination. Discuss it with the Lord Jesus. He's waiting for you. He doesn't want to see you hurting in pain. He wants you to be happy because remember, he loves you. And as far as he's concerned, you are worth dying for. The body of Christ still needs you. The Lord has a need of you. I need you to be in agreement with me and be in prayer on the mission of this ministry. Okay? We're going to double up our effort. God bless you for tuning in. I'm running out of time. Don't forget, I will see you at the December 31st Prophetic Gathering of the Saints. You can register to SOGMI.org and click event. Again, it's SOGMI.org and click event. And you need to register to be a part of this great event. Thank you and God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.